0: is finally over in atlanta yes i'm talking about baseball and yes i'm not gonna pretend like i care enough about baseball so i'm gonna let you have your moment chase and let's take the floor with it but let me just introduce us welcome to the rocky top times where we talk about all things tennessee balls and this episode our braves my name is sean my name is chase chase take the floor man congrats on the big w
1: Dude, being a Braves fan, being a Tennessee fan, is like one of the biggest curses in the world. You know, we have Braves haven't been, haven't won the World Series since 1995. The uh, Tennessee Falls football hasn't won since 1998. Of course, it's just like one big, you know, revolving shame. And you know, if you're a Braves fan, some you know, a lot of Tennessee fans are Braves fans. A lot of Braves fans, Tennessee fans, vice versa. But it's just been a long time coming, and, you know, we've been close the last few years. We had a lot of injuries this year. We didn't think we were even going to make the playoffs, and then, you know, you get hot at the right time, and, um, you know, you finally pull it off. But, you know, it was really good to see Freddie Freeman, the first baseman for, for the Braves. This is uh, He'll be a free agent after this year. I'm sure if you watched it, they said it every, like, 10 seconds that he was going to be a free agent. So, we'll see if he re-signs. I think he will. I think he's going to be a Brave for, for life, so um i have to pay him a lot of money but it'll, it'll be worth it so yeah it was yeah. awesome to see and hopefully this leads to you know the curse being lifted off the braves and maybe the curse being lifted off uh balls football for the next few years
0: <laughs> let's just hope it's not a georgia thing and georgia no, breaks the
1: you. i thought about that too as soon as like they're like oh this is going to be a georgia championship for all of georgia and i was like well dang you know georgia's in the running for, you know, the national championship in football too. So, yeah, I don't want that to be the case, but eh, it's kind of hidden that way.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm not a big baseball guy, let's be honest, but it seemed like every time I wasn't watching the game, but anytime I was on any type of social media, it just seemed like another home run and then another home run. Like I, I felt like, and you know, I, like I said, I don't know much about baseball, but when it's like seven to nothing, eight to nothing, and you're like in the ninth inning, like it's over. So yeah, uh, it was uh, it was funny. Like I guess at the end of the eighth inning, bottom of the eighth, everybody was pretty much just saying like it's only a matter of time now. Like it, it's over. Mm-hmm. So, um, and what better opponent to beat than you know those cheaters? So than the cheaters, yeah. Yeah, but man, that that's really <laughs> cool to see. I know the Braves. I'll say this about the Braves: it brings a lot of heated rivals together. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've true. like I, you know you you'll see it all the time. Like with friends, you know, if someone's from Georgia and you know Tennessee doesn't have a baseball team to my knowledge, I don't think Nashville no. or Memphis no. has anybody. But you know, but you know, you could despise a Gator fan, despise a Georgia fan, but. You know, you guys will be cheering next to each other, cheering on the Braves and chomping on. So that that's really cool to see. But yeah, man, uh, 1995. That you could argue that their curse was worse because that was further back oh, yeah. than '98. So. Yeah, they went to the World
1: Series in 1999, but they lost. And then um, we thought we were going to get back to the World Series last year. We were up three to one on the Dodgers, and the Dodgers ended up winning three in a row and and going to the World Series. Ended up winning last year. So. Um, three,
0: three to one like the series three to one or like yeah the, score? the
1: series was three to one oh, We were at three games to one game and uh they won three in a row and ended up going on to win the world series last year so um yeah it was kind of crazy that it happened this year under the circumstances that we were in and uh but couldn't be happier honestly yeah
0: yeah was it a good series as far as like the yeah. series go cool yeah i wish they would have taken it
1: and uh won it in Atlanta, but um, you know, can't, you can't always get what you want, but I, the parade, the, the World Series parade is on Friday and I bet it's going to be insane.
0: Oh yeah. Well, Atlanta is always crazy. God, yeah. could you imagine if you're going to the beach and you have to drive through that traffic on the oh, way God. down? I would definitely divert. <laughs> Take <laughs> a long way, Al- people. I'd rather drive through Alabama and go through that. Yeah. So, oh man, well, shout out to all you Braves fans and really just baseball fans, uh, you know, you know, I, I hate Alabama. I really do. But I'm going to watch them play in the national title just because it's the national title. And I like college yep. football. You know, I want to see who wins. So even if you're not a Braves fan, shout out to you guys. But what a heck of a season, man. Um, yep. I feel like baseball season lasts forever. Like, I feel it like does. preseason's already right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so, but man, that's crazy. Well, let's. It's officially Kentucky week. And. We'll get to the game here in a minute, but we're kind of approaching the last third of the season for everybody, and the college football playoff rankings are out. Uh, Man, what do you think about this? Right now, we have in our notes here that Georgia's number one, obviously. Alabama at two, with a loss to an unranked A&M. We'll talk talk about that in a minute. (laughs) Michigan State, who is in the Big Ten, but they're undefeated. And they had an impressive win over Michigan. You know, Mm -hmm. that rival between Michigan State and Michigan, they they never give up, ever. Yeah. And then at number four, we have the Oregon Ducks uh, out there in the Pac-12. So the top two outside looking in, we have Ohio State at number five. And Cincinnati, who is – they're still undefeated. I mean, they haven't had impressive wins, but they're still undefeated. And they're at number six. So – what do you think about the rankings, man? I I know there's gonna be a ton of controversy. I know everyone making an argument for any team is really kind of biased in a way, you know, whether it be toward that team or toward the conference mm-hmm. or toward the opponents, but overall, do you agree with these rankings? Um I agree I agree that all of the teams that are in the
1: top ten should be in the top ten. Um, maybe for the exception of, like, Wake Forest at number nine, but that's just because they literally haven't played anybody, and they're playing the ACC, which is a terrible league this year, so um, I mean, they're still 8-0, but um, whatever, they, they're not going to end up making the playoffs, so it doesn't matter. But I think, you know, Georgia, of course, everybody knew they were going to be number one. I think the big controversy was Bama at two. Everybody thought Michigan State, you know, 8-0 playing the Big Ten. They played a, a semi-week schedule to begin with, but then last week was the was the big kicker when they beat Michigan, who was also unranked at the time. So everybody really thought that Michigan State was going to be number two, um, and I think nobody would have been mad about that. Um, they kind of came out of nowhere this year, and um, but then, you have a one loss, Alabama, that actually sneaks into the number two spot when at the time they played a you know a a team in a Texas A and M that was you know just coming off of, I think two losses at the time. Um, Texas A&M is ranked number 14 in this top 25 though. So I don't know if they're giving them, you know, they're just trying to give them good wins or, or something like that. But, you know, I think that Michigan state probably should have been number two. Um, and then Bama probably, I, I thought Bama was going to be at least number three, number four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the biggest surprise of all of them was Oklahoma being at number eight. I, I still felt like, even though they've struggled in some games and they haven't looked super impressive, they're Oklahoma, and I just figured that they would be, you know, either number four, or number five. Um, but I really didn't expect Oregon to be number four because they lost to a pretty bad Stanford team, unranked at the time or unranked still, um, in a pretty bad loss. So, although they did beat Ohio State, which Ohio State is number five, so it's you know it's all kind of wishy washy right now. These rankings won't matter in you know three or four weeks when the actual rankings really, really come out to see who's actually going to be playing in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, no, uh, you're. So back to Oklahoma, I was pretty surprised about that too, and just because I feel like they're very biased toward Oklahoma and Ohio State every year. You know, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter how many games they look like crap against and they still win. They always seem like they make it to the playoff, but. Man, when you're struggling against Kansas, can Kansas, you know, that that's yeah. that's bad and I feel like I'm not I'm not trying to get into like all these controversies and everything, but let's say Oklahoma was in the top 4 or Cincinnati. And you know, Cincinnati, you know, on paper as far as like their record and stuff, like they might they could argue, they can make an argument for being in the top 4, but do you really think Cincinnati is going to keep it close with Georgia or Alabama? And the same thing with Oklahoma, like there, there's no way dude that Georgia defense would eat them alive. So well, that's, that's what I, that's why I think everybody knew that
1: Georgia was going to be number one because it's, it's yeah. such a clear cut. Number one. Now for, I think honest, if we're really speaking, I really do think that Alabama is probably the second best team in the country, but yeah. should they be number two in the rankings? I mean, like honestly, yes, but should they know um, Cincinnati, I mean, they do have a top 10 win and they beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame has kind of struggled, but they're still number 10 in the college football playoff rankings. So, I mean, they have a good win. Um, you know, I think it just goes back to show that, you know, group of five teams are pretty much just not going to get in no matter what. Um, you know, Cincinnati scheduled a little bit better this year and Notre Dame, they also played Indiana who at the, at the time of scheduling was actually a pretty good team. Um, but then they've kind of struggled a lot this year, so it wasn't as good of a win. But, yeah, it doesn't look like their uh, Cincinnati will be able to get in. Um, you know, if they were up to, like, the number two or three spot and they won out, I mean, I think that they could have a chance to get into the playoff, but, um, yeah, I don't see them getting in.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't see Cincinnati getting in either. And, I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to be this controversy person, but let's be honest, this is all about money. Um, I don't think yeah. a lot of people are going to tune in to see their Cincinnati Bearcats uh, play football. But that's just my opinion. Um, <laughs> uh, when you got Alabama, Georgia, you know, Michigan State, and Oregon, uh, I do agree with you that I th- I think Michigan and Alabama should be flip flopped, um, or Michigan State should be flip flopped. I think Michigan State's undefeated. They had an impressive win, and uh, they haven't lost to an unranked Texas A and M at the time. I know they're ranked now, but uh, yeah, let's just call call it like it is you know it was it was i think it was favoritism toward bama and yes bama probably is the number 2 team but i don't think you can make that argument over michigan state right now on paper yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. and and the, and really i would think on paper is all that matters right now you know this isn't like a personal you know ranking or anything like that so the, i don't know what else they can judge it on other than the results on paper and uh, you know, in their record, really, so uh, or really yeah. not record because Michigan State's undefeated, but you know what I'm <laughs> saying. They probably just based it off opponents at the time and everything. But yeah, uh, do you think? So you don't think Oregon should be in the top four? Or do you do you agree with that with them there? Honestly, I would probably
1: have. Cincinnati at number four I don't I mean I think that Oregon should be ahead of Ohio State because they played head-to-head Oregon ended up winning at Ohio State so I do think that they should be ahead of them so both teams have one loss even though you know Ohio State's loss technically is better since Oregon lost to Stanford but um, I do think that Cincinnati has a top 10 win in Notre Dame they have about as good of a win as anybody else on in the top 10 so um, I think that it should have been Georgia, Michigan State, Alabama, Cincinnati. I think a lot of people are mad about Alabama being at number two is because they feel like that there's you know, Alabama's gonna win the rest of the games and they're gonna go to the SEC championship. And if they lose to Georgia, they're still thinking that there's a chance that they could make it to the number four spot. Yeah. Um, whether, you know, if they were number three or number four and they won out and were still at number three or number four, um, if they lost to Georgia then they would definitely be put out. But a lot of people are thinking that this is a way to just keep Bama in it, um, in in the event that they do end up losing to Georgia in the SEC championship, which I think Georgia's still going to beat them.
0: Yeah, so. you're exactly right. That that's why everyone, you know, everyone's making a fuss. You know, some people are making an argument. Well, does it matter if Bama's two and Michigan State's three? Because if it stays that way, they're just going to two and three spots play each other. You know, it doesn't really matter. And I'm like. Uh yeah, it does matter. Down the road, like you said, if they lose to Georgia, they're still going to be in that top four. I'm calling it yeah. right now. So, and that's assuming yeah. that's assuming they do beat Georgia, or I'm sorry, that's assuming they do lose to Georgia. Um, yeah, I think Georgia's more talented, but there is something up with Kirby Smart's in-game decision against Alabama. I I don't <laughs> know what. I don't know if like he owes Nick Saban money. I don't know if like Nick Saban has like ransom on him. I, I don't get it, but man, <laughs> just every time, man, he just he completely blows it. So this yeah. might be the year that they get over the hump. Like we said, it might be the year Georgia gets rid of all the curses. But not um, sure. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll have to <laughs> see. But it, that's gonna be a crazy game if it is Georgia and Alabama. I'm curious to see how they'll play a part just because Nick Saban's such an X factor and. Uh, he just always delivers, And, you know. Yeah. It, it's it's hard he's to be still really good. Yeah, it's hard to be on top and stay on top when everybody's gunning at you and you know not choking and stuff like that. So he's he's done that for like a decade now. So, uh, mm. man, but yeah, that's our. Let us know what you guys think. You know, do you agree with the rankings? Do you agree with me and Chase? Uh, I agree with Chase. I think it should be Georgia, Michigan State, Alabama, and then Cincinnati. I'm not saying Cincinnati is the most entertaining team, but they definitely deserve you know, a top-four spot right now. Yeah. Um, watch I say that, and they're going to get blown out by their next opponent. So.
1: And I think well, that they have like a 98% chance to win out with the rest of their games, which is pretty much why everybody thinks that they probably shouldn't make it is because their schedule is pretty dang easy. So. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: Well, heck – Clemson well, I mean, still, in
1: there. <laughs> yeah, still Michigan State still has to play Ohio mm-hmm. State this year, so that's going to work itself out. One of those teams is going to lose, especially if Ohio State loses to Michigan State. They'll be out for sure um, just due to the two losses. Um, Michigan still has to play Ohio State as well. I mean, Wake Forest is just not, you know, that great of a team. Oklahoma can still lose to just about, I think they still have Baylor, who's ranked in the top, you know, 12, I think, and they still have Oklahoma State. He's ranked in, like, number 11, I think. So, all these will kind of work himself out. George has always been down or bound to have a, a let-up, and hopefully it's against us here
0: next week. <laughs> Man, I, I think Oklahoma is a fake. I, I I think their time is coming. I think they're going to take an L very soon. Uh, I'm surprised it hasn't no. happened already, honestly. They've been, they've been struggling against some very bad teams, so – i think it's only a matter of time before you know they they lose a bad game so yep but, but we'll see man they always seem to wiggle out so we'll, we'll see yeah. <laughs> so saturday night oh man at Piggly wiggly stadium 7 p.m <laughs> on espn2 it's gonna be cold it's gonna be chilly and you should know because you are headed up there so yeah man, man you excited about heading up to lexington yeah, I am. It's gonna be. We're taking
1: a kind of a long weekend. My my in laws, my wife, um, they're all from Kentucky. Big Kentucky fans. My father in law graduated from Kentucky. Um, my brother in law just graduated from grad school in Kentucky. So they're all big Kentucky fans. We're actually going to uh, Rupp to watch Kentucky's exhibition game against. I, I forget who they're playing. It's like Miles College or something, some Division two school. But it'd be kind of cool to go to Rupp. Been there one other time, but. Uh, always cool to see some other kind of historic places
0: yeah that is cool make sure you try and get like a picture or autograph or something because half that team is probably going to be in the nba like millions <laughs> <I know, right. laughs> so <laughs> yeah. try and get that but hey i'll tell you this they won't be there next year they <laughs> one year yeah, and they're the out so but yeah man uh, kentucky this is a huge opportunity for this tennessee team and really kentucky uh you know i think kentucky's Reputation got hit last week when they lost to Mississippi yeah. State. Um, a lot of people are saying, you know, I, I told you this is what happened, this is what happened, and or a lot of people are saying Kentucky's overrated. But that quarterback at Mississippi State, he had to break an SEC record, you know, he's like 31 for 34, yeah, passing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, he, he had to break an SEC record, and they won some turnovers, you know, it wasn't just kentucky's overrated you know there, there were a lot of things that had to happen in that game yeah. for it to unfold the way it did so uh man that, w- that was a crazy game though but yeah that, that quarterback played lights out um luckily mm-hmm. for us we have Hinton hooker who usually almost always plays lights out so i think he's gonna have a good game even though it's cold and it's on the road it's gonna be it's gonna i've never been to lexington i don't know if it gets loud loud um but I assume they're going to get hyped for this game. You know, it's Tennessee yeah. that, you know, it's a, it's a border battle. We're rivals. So uh, what are your overall thoughts on this Kentucky team? What, what stands out to you?
1: What stands out to me on uh, Tennessee's side, at least is, you know, coming off the bye week are we going to be healthy for, from, from what we've heard this week? We should be about to full strength. Cade Mays should be back. Cooper Mays should be back. Teon Evans should be, you know, closer to a hundred percent. Um, Pretty much everybody that was injured should just to be back unless it's, you know, a, a long-term injury or a season-ending injury of or, or some sort. But, you know, that I think that that should be the biggest, you know, advantage for us is just getting everybody back, playing together again. And um, and then, of course, Hindenhooker, I think he's got – you know, the dynamic of him running and passing, getting off to hot starts. You know, if we can get off to a, a really good start like we have been, then um, I think it's going to be tougher for – Pretty tough for Kentucky to come back and score quite a bit of points. I think their offense has been kind of struggling a little bit lately. Um they're they're kinda getting into the meat of their schedule, um, starting a couple weeks ago when they played Georgia. Um, while they handle them they handled Georgia okay. Um, you know, their their offense is still kind of struggling. And I think Will Levis, their quarterback, he's he's been kind of struggling too. Throw nine interceptions so far this year, uh to fourteen touchdowns, but um, I mean, their, their offense is, is white years ahead of, of what they have been the last couple of years when all they could do is run the ball. So they were just strictly one dimensional. Now they can throw it. They're pretty good running the ball. Chris Rodriguez at running back. Um, you know, they can, they can do it and their offensive line, I know is pretty good as well. So, um, it's not. It's not a team that you want to take lightly because I think they can put up some points and they and they can. Uh, Wandale Robinson, a running back or at a receiver, you never know if he's going to break one out and uh, stretch the field on us as well.
0: What stands out to me about this Kentucky team are the offensive line and the defensive line. Um, yep. I think they are probably. You could argue they're like top three, top four in the SEC as far as. Offensive line and defensive line, and the reason for that is because that's what Stoops and company like to do. They like to control the time, they like to control the game, and they like to just run, run, run. Um, they Wondell Robinson is probably their biggest threat on offense. Um, yeah, I, he's probably their best player on the team. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's he's like he's, he's electric. He's, he's very fast. So uh, our linebackers, but I noticed. At least in Mississippi State, they didn't do very many deep balls for him. You know, they there was kind of like a third and five or third and six type situation where they try and get it, you know, 10, 15 yards to him. It's not like they were throwing, you know, deep, deep balls like we've seen with Hypo and company. So, uh, you know, our linebackers are going to have to keep an eye on him for sure. Um, Will Levis, he can also scramble and run with his feet, and he's pretty physical. So, he's big. Yeah. yeah, he's a big dude, and he, also, he was trucking people, you know. In a few, a couple games, I can't remember who it was, but it was impressive. He was running over people, getting close to the red zone. So mm-hmm. uh, that those two things scare me. If let's if Kentucky scores, if they're up by two touchdowns, um, it's gonna be extremely difficult to get back in this game. You know, that's that's a, when Jared Garantana threw those two pick sixes. It was over. The the way Kentucky just controls the game and runs the clock out, you know, there's nothing you can do. You can't even get the ball back. So uh, it's kind of like that friend in Mortal Kombat that just uses the same move over and (laughs) over, and then they just kill you, and they're like, in your face. So uh, not to disrespect Kentucky. And shout out to Mark Stoops. What he's done for this program, I mean, let's face it, Kentucky football, you know, was irrelevant Irrelevant for you know almost most of my lifetime you know i'm not gonna tell you how old i am but it's it's been most of my life i never saw kentucky w so um he has turned this thing around let's just say that and i'm honestly pretty surprised that no other program has tried to take him you know he's a lot of people keep talking about bob stoops coming out of retirement forget that i I would take mark stoops right now (laughs) so he, he the way he's turned this program around. He's got a big name. I know it's taken some time for that program to turn around, but Kentucky's been patient. They've stuck with him, and it's it's paid off. You know, I think he has a yeah. 500 record right now, uh, and he has struggled against Tennessee. Um, I think he's two and six against Tennessee, and I don't know if it's like a mental thing or what, but Kentucky's best team came to Neyland. And I know we had a Hail Mary before the half to Marquez Calloway, but, you know, they just kind of laid an egg. I think Benny Snell at the time hardly had any rushing yards. So, yep. uh, Kentucky, if I'm not saying I want them to, but if they want to win this game mentally, they got to get, they got to let that go. They got to get over that hump. And maybe last year kind of gave them some confidence. So, uh, this is going to be a crazy game. Uh, I'm pretty excited and pretty nervous to watch this game. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, if, their line stands out to me, um, and their running back, Chris Rodriguez, I think th- mm. there's was a stat at least at one point in time he led the SEC in rushing yards, you know. So he's a big physical back. Um, I know they got that Ali receiver and Wondell Robinson. They're probably the biggest threats. But uh, their defense, you know, if you're Tennessee, you got to like what you see a little bit as far as um, coverage, pass coverage. You know, I don't. I think they're going to struggle. I think Mississippi State found something with that air raid offense and they picked on it. And I think Hypo and them are going to try and do something similar because their run defense is pretty good. Um, you know, like I said, they have a good defensive line and offensive line. So I think, and they have, is that Josh Pascal? Is he a linebacker or a defensive line? Yeah, you know I think he's a linebacker about? kind of linebacker. Like that. Yeah, so yeah. he he's legit. So. We're going to – if we run the ball, I think Evans is coming back. We'll get to injuries here in a minute. But we have to establish the run to give them – to get our receivers open, you know, when we fake it or, you know, read option, something. But I think if you are Tennessee, I think you want to throw the ball and throw it deep because – their defensive backs I think have been struggling. I'm not saying they're bad by any means. I just think they've been struggling a lot compared to their run de- rush defense and their run defense. Yeah
1: um, yeah, you know, I think it's a pretty evenly matched game. I do think that our offense is clicking a lot better than theirs is currently, which um, you know good offense beats good defense any day I think, uh, especially these days and you know you can't simulate how fast we're going. Uh, in practice if you're Kentucky so that's always going to be a challenge um you know sucking in this cold air is going to be tough you know whenever you're huffing and puffing over there running three plays a minute so uh, you never know how that's going to factor in and then you know I mean if we if these hot starts is kind of what I go back to every time if we can get out to a hot start um it's just it's tough for a lot of people just to come back from you know 14 down especially if we're still putting up points past that so yep yep um i think that that's really the key is just to continue what we've been doing honestly um you know kentucky like we're like i said earlier they're just now getting into the real meat of their schedule so it's um and they had a tough loss last week i know they they can probably bounce back and and play well but um you know even though that they're ranked number 18 in this Latest college football playoff. I still think that, you know,
0: um,
1: you know, I like our chances.
0: Yeah, I, I think Kentucky is a good team right now. Um, they're like I said, their trenches on both sides are really good. But if you're Tennessee, if you're a Tennessee fan, I think you have to like the matchup just based on our offense, based on the tempo. Um, depth is another thing that kind of worries me. I think the bye week came at a great time for our players yeah. to heal and get some rest. Uh, they were banged up, and um, we'll get to the injury report and stuff like that here in a minute. But uh, yeah, colder weather could be a factor too. You know, if like you said, if you're huffing and puffing and breathing in that thin cold air, and if you're a lineman that's like 300 pounds, you know, you might want to take a breather. And yeah. we don't have that many people that can sub, you know, so. It's going to be interesting to see uh, you know, just how cold it is. So um, We have here that the high is 57, and then the low is 33. And uh, Guys, I don't know if you know this, but 32 is freezing. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see. News flash. How, news flash, 32 degrees. It's ice. So we'll, we'll yeah. see how that is, man. But go
1: uh, I feel like that's always when I know whenever it's becoming winter is whenever we play Kentucky because it's always freezing frigid outside Um, yeah we've never played a game against kentucky when it's you know kind of warm
0: yeah well it's always november though right like usually it's almost always usually november yeah but it's usually
1: the first time it gets like almost to freezing either here or i know it's probably colder of course up in kentucky but every time i've been to a game up there it's been really really cold i went a couple years ago last time we played it at kentucky and it was so cold it was
0: just crazy. <laughs> was that when Len Bowden was running all over the yeah. place? Yeah. yeah,
1: we won 17 to 13. We stopped him on that fourth down on, over on the goal line.
0: Golly, our offense has come light years since then. You know, it really yeah. is crazy to think that we won a game with 17 points. <laughs> so, yep. but uh, you made a good point uh, score first, score fast because, uh, you know, Kentucky likes to control the game, and if they have to score in a hurry, it's not if they, have to, well. if they
1: have to press, I think that was kind of what happened against uh, Mississippi State. They got down, yep. you know, by 14 or so when they started pressing. That's when, you know, Chris Rodriguez had a few fumbles. He had like a couple fumbles in a row. And yep. then I think Levis threw a, an interception or two, I think. I don't know that for sure. Um, I
0: think I think he threw three, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Um, yeah. I, I so. think I could, or maybe it was three turnovers. I don't know, but yeah, and that could be completely wrong. I'm just going based off what I think, and my memory is, you know, absolute garbage. But yeah, uh, the number three stands out to me. Maybe I had a dream about it. Who knows? But uh, but yeah, you're exactly right. I was I was going to touch on that. If they are coming from behind and they have to rush and do up tempo. I think that's going to backfire them. That's not the way Stoops does things. That's not how Kentucky has ever done things. They are a slow run-the-clock, run-the-ball, control-the-line-of-scrimmage team, and they're physical. So we'll have to see, man. I'm uh, I'm curious to see this up-tempo in the cold weather, and I'm going to keep count of how many Kentucky players go down in this cold <laughs> weather with this up-tempo because – uh, officially, we are the fastest offense in the nation right now. So it was like 2.89 plays a minute yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So uh, that that's pretty damn impressive, guys. So when we're, we're doing that in 33 degrees, golly, I hope our quarterback doesn't freeze his lungs out. So, <laughs> um, but I, and also, um, people forget, but when Kentucky played Virginia Tech in the Belt Bowl, Hendon Hooker was their quarterback. So. You can't tell me Hen and Hooker hasn't had this game circled to get revenge on <laughs> Kentucky. So, uh, and not to mention, you can make Pretend the argument freedom, for the rest I of think. the team. Uh, no, dude, I think Kentucky won. Didn't
1: they? Did they? Yeah, they okay. did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I was I actually think... at that game, honestly. Yeah. Oh. I was there. <laughs> it was at the
0: Belk Bowl in Charlotte, wasn't it? <laughs> How many drinks did you have? You can't remember the winner. Yeah. I didn't
1: care about the winner at the <laughs> time. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a, had, it was the belt bowl. Yep. Yeah, I had my in laws on the Kentucky side and then I had some friends that are huge Virginia Tech fans, so I was just in the middle just enjoying the 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 at the time the not so great football.
0: Yeah. That's awesome though, man. Going to game going to a bowl game and stuff like that. It was it was a beautiful day. I remember watching it on TV. Yeah. It was it was kinda like in the middle of the day, like noon or something like yeah. that. So Charlotte's fun. Yeah, yeah, I love Charlotte. So Asheville's pretty sweet too. It's uh, yeah, I really like Asheville. Asheville's like in Got the mountains.
1: Yeah, we we're trying to go to since we're going up to Kentucky. We we're gonna try to stop in like the the Bourbon Trail and stuff like that. But a lot of the like right tours and tastings and stuff like that are booked up already.
0: We stopped in Asheville. Unfortunately, we stopped in Asheville on the way back from the beach from South Carolina. And we went from, like, really nice beach weather to freezing in the mountains. Like, I, I didn't realize it was in the mountains. Like, you're, yeah. you're up there in Asheville. <laughs> so, yeah. no wonder they have all those breweries, man. You got to stay warm. It's freezing up there. <laughs> so, but, man. Uh, so, let's get to the injury report. Uh, 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 this is one thing, one complaint I have about Hypo. Uh, <laughs> he, he does not give you know, two craps about updating people on the injury report. I don't know if he's – he just doesn't do I don't even know if he talks to the doctors or anything or the physicians. <laughs> I think he just does whatever he wants, and he's running offensive plays every minute. But um, he doesn't give anything away. The only thing he said literally was everybody should be healthy enough to play, kind of along those <laughs> lines. You know, He I forgot how he worded it. Like everyone's moving, looking like they might get an yeah. opportunity. Which like what kind of crap is that? Isn't can you can say the same for any football player in America right now. They're so even that you could say the same for any walk on. So uh I don't if Evans is healthy, if Cade Mays is healthy, uh, and Cooper Mays, I think he was banged up some. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I think you gotta like our chances. I know Kentucky's favored. Last time I checked, I think they were favored by what, two no, or something like that? Not anymore. Or? It's even. It's
1: even now? It's a pick 'em game, yeah.
0: So, whew. So. At least on the ESPN it is. That's surprising because usually they want Tennessee to lose. So The
1: over-under is 56 and a half. 56?
0: I could. I'll okay. tell you my score predictions at the end, but I could see something like that, man. Um, I really could. I, I think and Hooker is going to have a hell of a game. I, I really do. Like, this is. We've had a bye week. We've had a chance to regroup. We've had an extra week of preparation for Kentucky. Um, I think Endon Hooker is going to ball out. And I think Tyon Evans is going to ball out. you got to remember, he's been out. He's been injured. I think he's eager to get out there and, you know, remind us how good he is. And Jabari Small will feed off of that. I expect a big game from our receivers uh, just because Kentucky's rush defense is good, like I mentioned earlier. So. I think our receivers and maybe even our tight ends are going to have to have a really big game. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you think, man? Do you think our all, do you kind of agree along those lines?
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think, like I said earlier, good offense beats good defense. I mean, we know, yep. know exactly what we're doing. Um, our offenses have been clicking lately. Um, has been playing out of his mind for the, you know, the last few weeks and, you know, I don't. I don't see any reason why it would not continue. Um, you know, it's a big game going on the road. We haven't gone on the road very much this year so far, so um, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, and you gotta like that composure from Hendon Hooker. You know, he he's a veteran at this. He didn't really struggle that much at Alabama. I know he threw the pick, but that was really just like a miscommunication thing. Um, and you know he played he played good for a little bit at Florida I know Florida came back in the second half and and speaking of Florida I think that's probably Kentucky's (laughs) most impressive (laughs) I'm not going to talk about (laughs) I'm not going to talk about Dan Bullen yet I guess we will hear in a little bit but uh, I think that's probably Kentucky's most impressive win I I know they beat LSU but I I don't think LSU is Not your typical LSU team. I mean, Ed Orgeron is leaving at the end of the year. And, you know, shout out to Kentucky. You know, they did beat them. But uh, Florida, in my opinion, was a more impressive win. And um, I've noticed a trend in the SEC, really. I guess in any game. But turnovers are huge. And Florida had so many penalties against Kentucky. They were moving backwards. And they just were not looking good. But I think... If you're Kentucky, you have to be nervous about turnovers. Um, they are dead last in the nation in the turnover margin. So, our defense uh, has been creating some turnovers lately, um, and you gotta like that if you're Tennessee.
1: Yeah, I mean, the more possessions we have, the more opportunities we get to score. The less opportunities they have to score. So, if we don't turn turn the ball over, at least you know more than they do, then. Um, I see it playing into our hands and and then our our defense as well has to be ready for, to make opportunities to turn the, get, you know, strip sacks, you know, um, Chris Rodriguez has had kind of a fumble problem. So, you know, you got to be able to look for those and try to get the ball out and then interceptions as well. has been kind of a problem. So um, yeah, hopefully we can cause some turnovers. Hopefully we can, you know, play fast. Hopefully we can score early, all these things that'll, really play into our favor and not make us have to come from behind in in a situation in which, you know, Kroger Field has been a little more rowdier than normal probably this year. But um, we'll see what happens.
0: I I love those odds, you know, with the turnovers. I think our uh, linebackers are going to do a good job. And our run defense, our rush defense has been really well. And, oh, yeah, don't forget the tackles for loss. You know, we are – really good at tackling in the backfield and if you're a run heavy team like they are that's a really good matchup if you're Tennessee yeah we just we just got to stay healthy and we can't get gassed so hopefully they can bring some oxygen tanks and you know those little (laughs) bean bags where they warm their hands in do whatever you got to do to stay warm and stay fresh so I'm uh it's gonna be a crazy game, man. I, I love the rival games, honestly. So, mm-hmm. um, I said before the season, and I'll say it again: I just want to be competitive in games that we're supposed to be competitive in, and that's all I want for Kentucky. Um, yeah. You can talk about how we've dominated this series and all this, but after what happened last year, I just want to be competitive. <laughs> that thirty, it's that true. thirty-four to seven, or whatever it was, that that was yeah, awful. So at Nealon, so I just want to be competitive in these games, man, and I want to see our I want to see our players get hype. I want to see them, you know, just do their best. God, I sound like a freaking dad, but I do. I just want to see them have a good time. I just want to see them have fun. Everybody, I want to see sportsmanship everywhere. And so. I'll bring the juice boxes after the game. <laughs> yeah, the the high C's and the orange slices. <laughs> so, um, what do you think? You want to go ahead and do predictions?
1: Yeah, but you have to go first because I'm still thinking.
0: All right, I'll be more than happy to go first. Um, and I promise I promise you I'm not trying to hate on Kentucky. I'm really not. They are impressive. They're probably going to finish second in the East, really, uh, if I had to guess. So, um, Or maybe third. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm impressed with Kentucky. I think they have very good offensive-defensive line. Um, I think think their quarterback has been struggling with turnovers. I think their running back their running back Rodriguez like you said, he's been struggling with turnovers and holding on to the ball. Um I'm not confident in their uh, secondary. You know, I, I don't think their defensive backs or their safeties are anything special. And I think this is a bad matchup if you're a Kentucky fan. So uh, and it's strictly just because Josh, the way Josh Hype's offense is. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, that's not a good combo. Not saying they're bad, it's just the combo is not good. I think Hype is going to call a really good game, like he has pretty much every game this year. I think the receivers are going to have to get involved. I think our running backs are going to have to get involved. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of play action, you know. Uh, I think you'll pretty much have to do that most of the time because, you know, they they have a good linebacker core, so you need to try and get them out of place, take advantage of that, and get the tight ends involved. I feel like I'm blabbing a lot. Um <laughs> I think our offense is gonna score a lot of points and I think Hypool saw a formula. I think Mississippi State scored a lot first and that got the got Kentucky out of their game, out of their rhythm. I think Hypool's gonna do that. So promise i'm not trying to sound conceited by any means but i think we go in there and we upset the wildcats that's so weird to say 2021 (laughs) but i think we win 38 to 21 nice yeah I, i i've had a
1: i've had a i've been trying to think i guess is what i'm trying to say of different scenarios of how this could play out and Every scenario that I have, I just can't, I can't see that Kentucky would end up scoring more than we can. Um, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout for some reason. I just, I feel like that, you know, while it's not a super great environment um, there in Lexington, I think it'll be, you know, one of the harder road games that we probably had to play so far. I think we only played in Missouri. We played at Bama, which is probably not the greatest. Uh, they always win there, so they're never having to be loud. Uh, we did play at Florida, so this is probably the second best uh, road game that we've we've had to play this year. So um, It's going to be cold with the weather, um, but I still think that we're going to score a decent amount of points, so I'm going to do um, Tennessee wins, let's
0: say, 28 to uh, what's, 21. 28-21? Yeah. Yeah, so you're going with the under? When the,
1: when the yeah, I I think you know it's kind of the same situation with Ole Miss. You know, thirty-one to twenty-eight, two high, two high-powered offenses at that time. Um, you know, I feel like it honestly. I the way that Kentucky's offense has been going, I mean, they haven't really impressed me any with you know with any kind of decent defenses that they played. And I mean, Mississippi State is not a, a great defense by any means, and they only scored thirteen points. So yeah, um, yeah which is the same amount that they scored against Georgia. So, yeah, I mean, it, they, I don't know. Kentucky's a, a difficult team to read because, you know, one, for one, they they haven't played a, a team like our offense. They haven't had to play that fast against anybody. They haven't played Ole Miss. They haven't played really uh, anybody that can, that can play up to our speed with our efficiency as well. So, yeah. um, you know, it's kind of a difficult situation to, to pick, but I still think that they're going to come out wanting to – play better than they did uh last week and uh, i think they'll put up a good fight i think that it'll be you know 28 to you know like 14 going into like the fourth and they may score in garbage time or something like that to make it look a little closer
0: yeah yeah and let me just say my 38 to 29 prediction that's assuming hypo goes out and plays this you know gets ahead early and, you know, I, I think – and assuming we get some turnovers because they are the worst, you know, in the nation. Not conference, but nation in turnovers. So, I think we take advantage of some turnovers. It would be really great to get some free cookies. So, if Alante <laughs> Taylor is listening, you know, get yeah, you buddy. get you a pick six, you know. But, you know what I mean? I, I think we're going to get at least two turnovers and I think we're going to, you know, take advantage of them. You know, we're actually really good at getting a turnover into a play. So, uh, I, I think they're going to get them involved, but I would not be shocked if Kentucky ended up winning. You know, they are ranked ahead yeah. of us. Uh, it's a night game at Lexington. Uh, just because my score is thirty-eight to twenty-one, that doesn't mean I'm very confident in this game. That's just a matchup nightmare, for, in my opinion, for Kentucky. I think our if our receivers can get open, if Hooker has time to throw it. Uh, you know, and if we can get some turnovers, which it's on paper, it looks like we should get turnovers. On paper, we should win this game, but that's why you play the beautiful game, you know. But um, yeah, that's that's just going against. That's just going with how I think the game is going to play out. I think they're going to mm-hmm. get ahead early and get some turnovers. So, but yeah, but if all that doesn't happen and Kentucky scores, you know, if they're up by two or three touchdowns, um, it, it's going to be a long night. Cause they're gonna <laughs> run that clock to zero 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 as fast as they can. So, um, our defense will have to step up at night on the road in cold weather. While depth is already really thin, so yep. it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting turnout, man. Whoever, honestly, whoever gets ahead first uh, has great odds. So, it'll be interesting to see, man. I'm, uh, I don't know. Do you do you have any crazy uh, predictions you want to throw out there? Like so and so has two touchdowns or so-and-so throws for um 500 yards
1: well i think the the trend that's kind of been going on is javante payton's he pretty much has a a phenomenal first quarter and then you don't hear from him uh, for the rest (laughs) of the game so i'm gonna stick with that and say that maybe he gets you know this bowl but he could have you know two touchdowns in the first quarter and then he you know he doesn't have another catch (laughs)
0: Yeah, you know, they do that. Like, they go to Peyton first, and then they go to Tillman, like,
1: later. And then they start throwing little bubble passes, screen passes after that. And then I don't know if that's just to, you know, to widen the field out a little bit, make them think that they got to cover the full field, which is kind of what Hypel's offense does. Um, You know, you kind of spread them out. You make them think we're going to go deep a lot by taking a lot of deep shots. And then you have, you know, little under routes and little bubble screens and just normal screens with the running back and, you know, there's nobody there to stop
0: him Something tells me Javante Payton's gonna have a good game, but something tells me—I don't know what it is—it's just my gut feeling, and maybe it's all the Reese Cups I had for Halloween from my kid's stash. I don't know. Yeah. But something tells me that uh, Velas Jones Jr. is gonna have a really good game. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what it is, but uh, maybe just because it's on the road and he's, you know, he's a senior and. I guess you could call it a COVID senior. He's a COVID shirt senior, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think they're going to rely on him for you know third down conversions and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for this matchup. It's nights like this, man, that I really like. And and win or lose, man, like I said, I just want to freaking compete because we didn't see that any of our three one season last year. So, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm excited to see this game, man. And uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. So. Um but how how long of a drive is that? Like a five hour drive or something like that, or a four hour drive from here?
1: Nah, uh, it's like two and a half.
0: Oh, that's not bad. Golly, no. that's like going to pals. Not bad at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we're leaving Friday around ten ish and we're gonna get up there about, you know, twelve thirty one. Yeah. Hang out. Go to Rup about seven. Play at seven. Hang out. Are
0: you you wearing your orange or? You uh, just got <laughs> to wear a neutral yet. color so you don't It'll get... It'll probably
1: be a neutral color. Yeah, that's probably I, I guarantee there will be some Tennessee people there, though. I bet you there will.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, there's Tennessee fans, you know, at any game. You know, whenever yeah. whenever we went to Oklahoma a few years ago, there were Tennessee fans. So, um, that's crazy, man. We always travel well, especially in the bowl games. Mm-hmm. Like, any, if it's a Florida oh, bowl. Oh, yeah, bowl games, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to get down to Florida and play a Florida bowl, but... They really came out with
1: bowl predictions this week, and I saw one. We had we were playing Minnesota, <laughs> um, the Gophers. And, yeah, <laughs> old PJ Fleck himself coming down to I, I, Nashville for the I don't remember Music what it was, City. But, yeah, that's it. And then one of them had us playing uh, us, somebody in the Belk Bowl. I forget who it was. The Belk Bowl. I
0: saw. I've seen some yeah. predictions where we play Clemson. And, yeah,
1: uh, they change every week. So you, I don't even know why they do bowl
0: predictions. <laughs> no, they're never right. <laughs> no, they're not. I, I love the bowl season, man. It's really cool to see those matchups and stuff. So yeah, um, I you know I used to love the Music City Bowl until two thousand sixteen. Uh, whenever we had to settle for the freaking Music City Bowl because we couldn't get anything, we couldn't get <laughs> crap done with Butch Jones. So now it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth, man. And I try not to look in the review, but my God, dude, like the Music City Bowl, what this loaded as that team was, it drives me nuts. So, and we ended up—I think we played Nebraska that year too. That—that that was, that was awful. At least Derek Barnett you, broke the rushing, the sack record. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Did you see that? Uh, speaking of Nashville, did you see that Vanderbilt is re- trying to get people to like rename their, or, like buy into to rename their stadium?
0: So I did see that, and I'm going to go ahead and say this: we can make fun <laughs> of Kroger Field all we want, but I think, and it's only a matter of time before every stadium is like that. Like they're all oh, yeah. going to they're all going to sell out for. For money man that's all it's, that's all it's about get some money so
1: i think it's gonna end because you know dollar general's headquarters is in nashville
0: yeah the <laughs> dollar, general
1: dollar general field dollar
0: jesus <laughs> the, christ the, the, that the dollar tree stadium i have this joke where if it's like a crappier version of something i always call it the great value version that yeah. r- literally yeah. is going to be the great, great value, value stadium. stadium my god <laughs> so the dollar general that would be hilarious <laughs> Oh man. I in college, man, I hit up the Dollar Tree every time. The dollar general, not everything's a dollar. But if you go to the Dollar Tree, every <laughs> freaking thing is straight up one zero zero. So I was very thankful for the I, Dollar Tree. I saw
1: somebody on Vol Twitter say that they would pay them like you know, the tweet I don't remember who it was, so sorry I can't give you credit, but they're like, I'll give you thirteen dollars if you if somebody uh names
0: it Neil and West. <laughs> 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 Uh, we should – you know, I thought about reaching out to them, the Rocky Top yeah. Time Stadium. So yeah, that, will, that, will that would be hilarious, go Big Orange <laughs> or something. Yeah. I'm surprised that hasn't been approached, you know, because UT has got some powerful alumni, you know, out in Nashville <laughs> that are thriving. So um, – well, I'm sure reach. Vanderbilt
1: does too, but they just don't care about football.
0: No, they're all making millions doing surgery and saving lives for Vanderbilt Law and Vanderbilt Medical School. So mm-hmm. – but, man, what a, what a crazy opportunity for this program. Um, do you think if we lose this game, do you think the fan base is going to be hesitant on this new coaching staff, or do you think they've kind of proved themselves a little bit so far? What do you think?
1: Um, I don't know. I think it just kind of depends on how um...
0: – if we get blown out or if it's close, and competitive. Yeah,
1: I think that that definitely would matter. But I guess what I'm trying to say is like how how in the know you are about Tennessee like currently. Like if you're yeah. just a, a you know a fair weather fan that assumes that we're going to beat Kentucky without actually knowing anything about them, um, then I think you could you know hear some you know some negative things. But I think a lot of people you know. They see what Kentucky can do, and they've seen that you know they're six and two this year. They beat Florida. Um, they're a respectable team. So, you know, I, I don't think it would be the end of the world for us when a lot of people were assuming we we're going to win, you know, four games. <laughs> so, um, you know, if we can beat Kentucky, I think we'll 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 definitely get to seven wins. I think. Um, you yeah. know, If we lose to Vanderbilt or Southern or South Alabama, I think we're then I think we can question.
0: And this you know at the beginning of the season really preseason uh, this was one of those toss-up games you know it, at the time it was Missouri uh in South Carolina that's a joke now and uh now Kentucky so well, I think those- Kentucky
1: was like it was a toss-up game for us but I feel like a lot of people just penciled it in as a loss like national media wise yeah um, oh
0: absolutely like always they thought that well.
1: they thought Kentucky was like a top 10 team at the time and they were turning the corner of course and all This and that. Well, I think that they're going to have a, a solid year, of course. They're six and two. Um, I think we're definitely the, the toughest remaining game on their schedule, so they could go nine and three, uh, ten and two if they beat us. Um, but I, their schedule is pretty weak, honestly.
0: Yeah, their schedule is weak. They've had a lot of home games, too. I feel like they've only played like maybe two away games or something, yeah. so they. They've not played and many they had really games. They
1: had a really close game against Missouri. They beat Missouri by 7. They beat South Carolina by 7. Um so that's you know, what I, I mean. I think it's just I think there's definitely a chance where where the offense could put up a lot of points or you know, at least beat them honestly.
0: Golly! If only the transitive property could work in college football. Yeah. Like, it, like if you go by the transitive property, we should destroy Kentucky. But that's just not how it works. But yeah, yeah. you're right. They, I mean, they barely beat Missouri, but they did beat Florida. How the heck does yeah. that happen?
1: So. And they beat they beat. L, I mean, LSU has some tap some depth. I know that they're not great, but I mean, they kind of manhandled you know LSU. So if you know if yeah. Will Wevis plays like he did against LSU, they could give us some fits.
0: Yeah. That, you're absolutely right that's that's I guess that's the question of any football game who is going to yeah. show up how are they yeah. going to perform are they going to perform like they can or are they going to struggle so yeah um if I, I guess my prediction is going in as Kentucky's going to struggle with turnovers and they're going to struggle with pass coverage and Tennessee's going to take advantage of that that's where I got my 38 to 21 but yeah. who knows man it's a uh, you know they could they could come and play lights out or you know Tennessee could score more or you know Kentucky could blow us out. It's it really is a head scratcher, um, yeah. to say the least. I'm interested to see how much of like the game crew and the SEC network who all is going to pick and uh, and why. So uh, we'll have to see, man. It's going to be a yeah. it's going to be a crazy night. Is Jordan Rogers going to be doing it tonight on Kentucky? No, it's on
1: ESPN two, so I don't know oh, who okay. the ESPN two crew is. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know either. God, I have, I have no idea. God, like could you show. imagine? Could you imagine Vinebaum doing that? I'd be asleep in the first quarter. <laughs> that dude's got the most monotone voice ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he's an interesting fella.
0: He is. I'm just excited to see us compete. I hope we. I hope we destroy. I'm excited to see Evans back, man. I feel like we haven't seen him forever. Yep. At no, least like healthy. St- like full strength, yeah, exactly. Yep. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's gonna be a good one. It is. Well, anything else you want to add on here before we hop off? I think I'm good. Oh, I gotta ask uh so our listeners know uh our co host Chase here loves his cat and mm-hmm. we just like obsessively loves and that's cool you know we have we have dogs i love one of them the other one it's only a matter of time before you're six feet under but anyway um <laughs> halloween just came not too long ago uh, did you dress isla up as anything yeah
1: she was a pineapple <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, she
1: was man. an adorable pineapple she hated uh, it oh that's my hilarious. wife put the costume on her and isla she, her name's isla uh, my cat and she uh she like freezes like she can't move. It's it's <laughs> it's really weird to watch. She goes into like this stage where she's just afraid to move where she thinks that she may be killed if she moves at all. So she just freezes wherever she's at.
0: I've send you a picture. Was she on one of those Sarah McLaughlin commercials? That sounds so yes, sad. She could have. Yeah. Uh oh we have a dog named Biscuits and uh my son named it guys by the way he's six so uh we have a dog named biscuits and he was i think he was a dragon or something Mm -hmm. and uh he he's really smart and he wanted it off so bad that he actually peed on his uniform so we had to take it off and throw (laughs) it away so uh it's just crazy how they work but man pineapple and dragon who would have ever thought yeah I
1: tell I tell my wife every year that they don't need a costume because they just they wear it for five minutes. You get a picture and then you just take it off and throw it away.
0: Yeah, yeah. Twenty bucks well spent <laughs> if <Sure>. you're lucky.
1: <laughs> every time.
0: Every time, man. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Rocky Top Times. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and give us a follow, Rocky Top Times ninety eight, and also check us out on Facebook, The Rocky Top Times. My name is Sean. My name is Chase. As always, go Vols. Go Vols.